0: Welcome to episode number 104-104 of Domestic Pints Only, a podcast about beer and friendship. My name is John. Joining me today is my co-host, Tom. How's it going?
1: Hey, I'm pretty good. Thing. I wanted to apologize for our listeners if I seem a little echoey. I'm using a new microphone.
0: Oh, really? Yeah, you sound you're, you sound good so far. Yeah.
1: And we had no uh, like, troubles to start.
0: Uh, so we joined and we the, the tax would troubleshoot and we have to troubleshoot for a bit. But no, you were... You were right on today.
1: No, no. I was listening to a, an episode. I'm like, I think this is where it changed over. And I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, yeah. This is it's, definitely where I change microphones.
0: <laughs> it's wild how much you noticed it. I was listening to the old uh, – a while back, I was listening to one of the old pop episodes. And uh, I'm like, man, I sound so terrible. And then I, like, found the episode when I got the new mic that I have here. And, like, I was like, wow, it's, like, HD
1: versus the old uh, – yeah. It definitely way, yeah, makes dude. a difference. Well, I'm, I listen to it while I'm driving at work, so I'm always mm-hmm. like, I have a pretty good sound system on my truck at work, let me tell you. That thing bumps.
0: <laughs> you're, you're getting the THX uh, domestic pine selling experience. Man,
1: so. I could be on, like, <laughs> that truck could go on, like, f- ride with Funkmaster Flex. Oh, nice. <laughs> I miss so, that show.
0: Folks. What are we talking about today? We're doing another brewery spotlight. We're doing a, nice. a brewery from Ontario, uh, from Etobicoke, just outside of Toronto.
1: This one is called Etobicoke uh, is pretty much Toronto. Let's let's not kid the, ourselves. The, yeah,
0: at this point now nowadays it's it's pretty much just part of part of the, the city proper. But uh, you know, for you old heads out there, would be considered outside the main core. Uh, the home Oof. of uh, our beloved uh, Premier Doug Ford. Uh, this is Black Oak Black Oak Brewing Company. Um, one of an older, one of the older craft breweries in Ontario as well too. Um, a lot, you know, unlike a lot of the more recent ones which have sprouted up just in the last uh, fifteen years, this one's been around since nineteen ninety nine. Um, they've also they've been kind of a big par- partner in the craft beer scene in Ontario. I know it, my, myself when I was first getting into uh, Ontario craft beer. This brewery in particular, one of the the first beer we're going to spotlight, this was like one of the first craft beer I remember actually trying that wasn't like Mill Street. So I was always partial to that beer. So uh, I've had this one on my radar. I actually haven't had the other ones though. So this one's been on my radar for quite some time. Um, They're a pretty successful spot. Um, They have a brewery and bottle shop as well in in Etobicoke. Uh, They have a big kind of wide roster of beers, which includes, of course, pale ales, brown ales, bitters. And they do some seasonal stuff um, and experimental offerings depending on the season and depending on um, what's being featured. So uh, we're talking three beers today. These are kind of like they're old. Some of these are, or two of these are, their premier flagship beers since 1999. So we're going to be talking uh, the nut brown ale, or as I call it, the squirrel beer. And then we're going to be talking uh, their pale ale. And then to wrap things up, one of their newer beers, which they introduced, I believe, for their anniversary, uh, talking 20 hazy years, their nice. oat and lactose uh, Nipah. So Ooh, three I'm excited to try this. Yeah, you know what? I warmed up to this because, like, I I I was kind of looked at these cans before. I was kind of like, man, and I was like reading about them, looking at some of the scoring, and I was like, you know what? These uh these sound pretty uh pretty good. So I've I've started to kind of uh, look at them and be like, you know what? Maybe there's something uh to these cans. Um, have you had uh, any of these uh, beers at all before?
1: Never. I haven't even heard about this Black Oak Brewery before. The fact that they say Etobicoke, Ontario, really just kind of grinds my gears. It's very pretentious of, me, of them. That's well, like I saying, Oh it's... no, we're in Nipian, Ontario. It's like shut the fuck up.
0: Well, I guess it's like someone if, if someone's in the city, it's like, I'm gonna go see Toronto Brewery, I'm gonna go to, you know, you're staying like downtown. It's it's a bit, it's a bit farther away, although by transit it's not it's not too bad, nothing too crazy. But uh so that's to say for myself, as I mentioned, I've had uh one of these beers before I'm quite fond of haven't tried uh the other ones before so really excited to kind of get into these for the first time uh for the rest of them i guess we'll kick off with our little guessing
1: game so tom what do you think is going to be our winner today i'm curious about the brown ale because you like it but i think i'm going to go with um the nepa
0: oh interesting yeah the uh the nepa looks kind of cool i'm i am really partial to the nut brown it's kind of tough because it's the first beer you know sometimes it's like am I gonna like go into this giving off a high score right at the hop but I I think I, I am a big fan of that one I'm, I'm familiar with it um there's a couple of things about it that I'm not not so much a fan of but we'll talk about that when we get there but I'll I'll go with the nut brown on, on my end I think it's uh
1: <laughs> I think it's a pretty good beer. Sorry I'm very immature I can't really stop laughing at the name nut brown. <laughs> yeah, mm, um, nut nut beer, <laughs> i got this nut brown girl <laughs> nothing like drinking nut beer oh man not brown beer
0: nut brown beer well so why don't we just why don't we slide into it shall we say uh yes. nut brown. <laughs> jesus uh, john <Jonathan. laughs> sliding into the porcelain talking nut brown ale Quick aside, this can, they actually redesigned a lot of their cans just a couple of years ago. They had a kind of more, I guess I would call it more of like a traditional look to it, a classic look. They're in particular, their nut brown ale always stood out to me because the can is literally like a solid, like chocolate, milk chocolate brown. It's got this like old traditional squirrel uh drawing on it it's all brown it's 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 really it really stands out and that's why i used to call it squirrel beer because i used to drink it pretty fondly uh now they've changed the cans up on all of them and this one definitely got a pretty big revamp um there's also a description on the back they say uh our nut brown ale is truly one of a kind this mahogany english american handcrafted brown ale carries notes of chocolate and roasted hazelnut followed by a light dry finish uh, from bon- from bonfires to snowshoeing, this well-balanced, easy-drinking brew is available year-round for your drinking pleasure. Established in 1999 as one of Ontario's original craft breweries, uh, Black Oak Brewing helped revolutionize the craft beer industry. We're proud to say that we've held strong to our traditions and continue to brew tw- top-quality, award-winning beer, Using only the freshest ingredients. Jesus is a mouthful. They also say cheers. Ken Woods, the, the president. Assistant grain shoveler, which is also kind of funny. I like how it's written as like a big full letter. But yeah, it's, it's kind of a mouthful. But really cool to have this big description about it. They've also got the ingredients listed as well, too. They've got the little OCB, the Ontario Craft Breweries Award. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's a medal winner. And uh, it's also got a squirrel on it. This one's got some funky, weird color scheme going on. with the. Like, I do
1: like the color scheme. I'm not going to lie
0: i didn't like it at first and again because i love the old can so much but it's actually warmed up to me quite a bit it has a really kind of cool look to it especially like the side view with the logo that blue actually really pops nicely yeah, on this love it. on this can um it has this kind of 80s vector kind of thing going on it looks it looks kind of mm-hmm. cool um and i like how they kind of have like the little hashtag at the bottom they kind of split it with the website it's kind of cool to say that they they're making good use of the uh different you know areas of the beer can which i always say i like and and i like the uh the logo itself too with the leaf with the uh the um um whatever the hell it's called acorn on it (laughs) i forgot the word it's some kind of uh acorn Uh, it looks cool it looks really classic um and should also know this is a 24 ibu 5 percent uh brown ale which i I don't think we've really had many if any brown ales uh before uh so kind of fun Mm -hmm. to to try this out uh tom what are your what are your thoughts on the can?
1: Like I said, I really like the blue in this. I think it really pops out really well, even with the it contrasts well with the brown. The same with the squirrel logo. I like how half of it is kind of in contrast with it. Even like these like chevron kind of style, like pinstriping, looks kind of cool. It's not too. I do. Yeah, it's not so bad. I like the even the font of. I like how the word nut though is very predominantly displayed (laughs) on this. Yeah, it's like it's kind of stands out.
0: Like, oh, the nuts. Yeah, the all the, little little. On them, the words on them, some of them they have like the really primary word, like pale, nut. The other one's like the 20. Yep. It kind of kind of makes for a really readable can. Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. pretty
1: funky looking. Um, what would you give this one score wise? Um, i want to go with um go seven, seven and a half. It's not bad. I only I do like the old can though. You show me a picture of it. I thought that looked really nice, actually, though. That's kind of yeah. a sad thing that they kind of retrofitted this. Yeah,
0: I'm I'm really like biased because I used to love the old can. It was one of my favorite cans. And ever since they've redesigned it, I've actually have never this is my first time drinking it since they redesigned it because I've been so mad that they've changed the can. Um they've massacred my boy. So I'm but I've but reading this can over, I kind of warmed up to it a bit. I like some of the details on it. I like the 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 brown with the kind of weird teal green, it actually kind of oddly pops out. Um, I'm gonna go seven. I think it's okay. I like a lot of the details of it, but can't help nice. but hard to shake those bad feelings um of being left led astray uh, with this can. So um I guess Tom, did you wanna do the honors yep. back, Hopefully yours doesn't blow up on you. It's looking a little bit.
1: I will say like Black Oak needs to step up their aluminum can game because these are kind of weak cans.
0: <laughs> this can't like, you use
1: over very well. Like what'd you <laughs> use? Like fucking tinfoil?
0: It could have just been a really rough uh, Canada post-operator. Nope, nope, they were just Oh, no, no. We
1: have... shadowboxing the, the other can... A Motz Clamato yeah. can. <laughs> Unscaped. Clamato,
0: amazing cans. The cans are... They really have the commercial grade stuff. That's <laughs> why. <laughs> great, great engineering on those cans.
1: Uh, all right, Anyhow, Tom. Good luck. And the kind of what is it AS- still? <laughs> ASMR. Pray to God for me. In um, the count kind of three, two... One, crack them. Oh, I think we're good. Oh, it I smells my nice. Does it now?
0: Oh. As the name suggests, it's it uh, pours brown. It's very brown. Not like a stout. It's got a little bit more of a kind of a lighter, more amber hue to it. Let's see how it pours. You hold it up to the light. It's actually a little bit more red.
1: It's more amber, I would say. Yeah. Well, let's see how this tastes. That's how it smells. Sorry.
0: Mild. I'd say mild carbonation. I got a like an inch head on mine.
1: Yeah. It's sticking around, though. Let's see how it tastes.
0: Oh, man. Yes. Nice. Nice roasted flavor on this one.
1: Not to sound contradictory or not to be pun pun not intended, I should say, but this does taste nutty. (laughs) You're gonna say this beer to make me nut. (laughs) Oh god, Jesus John. (laughs) But yeah, it does have I
0: mean it is a nut brown ale. It does have that hazel, that roasted hazelnut flavor, which they they mention in the description. Yeah, it's got that flavor to it for sure. Um they they describe it as well as like notes of chocolate. Um definitely kind of a lighter like front-forward taste to it. It's a little bit sweet. I'd say not not too bitter. Even when usually when you see a beer, it's like roasted hazelnut. You expect it to be almost like very bitter, almost burnt. But this is kind mm-hmm.
1: of very mild. It is still a little bitter. I would almost say this is a little lighter than a porter.
0: Has like a very mild, almost like a smoky kind of flavor. Uh, yeah,
1: yeah, I give it that.
0: Like a like a campfire beer or something. This would be a good campfire. Yeah, beer. this
1: literally is campfire beer. Ooh. This doesn't make me want a nut, but it's not bad. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is not an aphrodisiac. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um it's definitely a little bit thin. It's not a very like heavy mouth feel. It's actually mm-hmm, kind of light. Very... It's 20, 24 IBU. It's not it's not super heavy.
1: That's good. Mm-hmm. I think that's why I like it. Goes down very easily. Mhm. It is a little I have like more like a watery mouth feel.
0: Yeah, it's a little thin you expect it to be yeah. almost like thicker like a heavy like a stout yeah. but it's, it's definitely lighter it's even even for like other comparable like dark ales amber ales it doesn't have that same heavy umness. like the, there's the malts very mild on it very mild um outside of kind of that hazelnut chocolate flavor it's very mild it almost passes for like a quasi light to an extent when you like when you drink it
1: yeah kind of eh? I don't know I'm this isn't bad. The
0: alcohol in it. Yeah. Yeah. And I should also note this one's actually done pretty well awards wise. It won uh in 2013 it won a gold at the Canadian Brewing Awards. Um Won a silver as well, the Ontario Brewing Awards in 2012. It also won uh, additional awards. It was rated as a Cast day's 2008 in Toronto. It was rated Toronto's favorite Task beer. So this beer has been around for a while. It's been a pretty successful craft beer. I I guess for some people, this beer almost, at least because I'm, you know, coming from the Ontario craft beer scene, almost old hat, because I feel like this beer has been around for so long. It was kind of a staple at a lot of like craft beer shows like 12 years ago. It's a flagship beer. But it's not like a super fancy, new, sexy beer. It's just kind of a straightforward, classic craft beer. It tastes like a beer that, you know, if you think back like 12 years ago, the type of craft beers that were around, a lot of ales, a lot of stuff like that. A little bit thinner, kind of before the big boom of like IPAs and, and stouts and stuff like that. So,
1: Yeah, I would say I'd agree with that. And this is like the, like where you see like typical IPA people. This is like typical brown ale people were back in the day. <laughs>
0: the you know a battle a rivalry as all this time the ale people versus the, the 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 ipa people versus the typical ale people um uh yeah i think this is pretty good i'm i guess i wouldn't i wouldn't say it's blowing me away i kind of wish there yeah. was a little bit more chocolatey kind of flavor to it but it's it's decent it's very crushable it's a very mild beer i think it would mm-hmm. when i first when you first the old can especially it has this like kind of classic look to it you think it's going to be very heavy almost like a like a more of like an english kind of beer or something like that like a like an ESB or something, but it's it's not that. It's actually kind yeah. of very smooth, very crushable.
1: Yeah, I, I'm actually pretty enjoying this. I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you want to give it for a score?
0: Oh man, um, I, I dig it a lot. I think especially the back palate, really nice aftertaste. It's a really good, simple, crushable beer. A um, little bit thin, but the pros outweigh the negatives. The pros outweigh the cons. So I'm going to give it a. I'm going to give it an eight and a half.
1: Oh well. I'm going to give it a 7.5. I think this is easy drinking a uh, brown ale. Mm-hmm. I think it's pretty, like, okay flavoring. I'm not a big amber or, like, sorry, brown ale kind of person. But this is, like, I think the first brown ale that we've ever really had, like you were saying yeah, before. Yeah, I think so. We've
0: done a black ale before on the show, but mm-hmm. I think this is the first brown ale.
1: A brown ale is wild. Anyhow, I don't mind this. This is like, I'm going to give it a 7.5. I think it's pretty relatively easy drinking. Um, what do I give it for recommendation?
0: Oh, man. If it was the old can, like I used to say, like squirrel beer. I'd like squirrel beer, squirrel beer. I talk about this beer all the time. Um, this beer fucking never comes up in conversation. I didn't, I'm not usually one to recommend a beer, but I, I, ha- I would recommend this if I had to pick like five craft beers at a typical uh, LCBO lineup, if it was like pick up a few for me as a sampler i might be inclined to pick this one it's a kind of a flagship one it's a staple um kind of a unique beer as well too there's not a lot of beers like this out there in the craft scene so uh, you know what? i'll give it an eight and a half i think it's very recommendable very good first and foremost but definitely one i would say for people to check out and if i was recommending probably black oak i'd probably be inclined to try this one or to recommend people try it as well so I'm i'm positive on it
1: nice i'm giving this a 7.5 across the board nice I think this is actually like a pretty, like, it's not, like, my favorite, like you're saying. It doesn't blow me away, but I think, like, this beer is, like, pretty well done, especially if coming from, like, a brownie. I don't like these that much or typically have them. This is actually, like, a good, like, more introduction to it.
0: Yeah, it's, it's definitely, like, one that, um, if you if you want to get into the craft beers it's a very approachable beer I think like
1: it's definitely
0: it's not going to be too aggressive too hoppy um weird flavors like a sour something that's very atypical for what you'd normally have like I think this one is like a really nice approachable one one that fits in more closely with you know more domestic kind of ales and stuff that you'd have um, outside of there, probably you know not so much like a big lager, like a mainstream lager, but like something like more like a Sam Adams type beer or something might kind of fit the profile that a little bit closer. Yeah. So, um,
1: almost yeah. like a fall beer. Yeah, exactly.
0: Mm.
1: Any mods?
0: Um, you know, if this was if this was the old can again, i am being salty. I would have probably given it, but I, I'm not going to give it. I think I think it's pretty a pretty fine beer.
1: I am giving it the modifier. Mm.
0: Coming in hot, love it.
1: This definitely kind of caught me off a little off guard. That's why. Yeah.
0: Bamboozled led astray. Wow, I cannot believe this. Um, and I won't forget the, the social media scores, as I uh, as I tend to do. So uh, what do the masses think? Well, we got some pretty high scores. On Untapped, it is a 3.69. And on Beer Advocate, it has an... 8 sorry a 3.85 which is an 87 very good so that's very 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 nice scores for this one i think this one has the highest beer advocate score of the three although i might be wrong on that but either way those are those are positive scores these beers have a lot of reviews too because especially this one's been around for for quite some time so we're we're not dealing with sometimes these beers have like 10 to 12 reviews and it kind of really skewers the score this one's got a lot it's got tons and tons thousands of reviews so people like this one and we're we're pretty much in agreement i'd say but um, so that was their first beer and now we're moving on to the second one which is pale ale um this one the can is very similar although the, the color schemes changed a bit we're skewing the um the big um the, the big V, the red, that red uh, V in it. We're getting rid of that. We're, no no brown can. This one's kind of like a cream yellow, almost like a Coors Banquet. A little bit more yellow, though, I'd say. um It's got a, little like bit a more big mustard tree to it. on it. Yeah like, a, yeah, like a mustard yellow. It's got this kind of big tree on it. It's the cover art. Um, the description on this one says, um, Our pale ale is created using varying styles of brewing from all over the world in order to deliver a bright, superbly well-balanced, and flavorful pale ale. Um They say we use German hops to give a soft bitterness without astringency and English hops to enhance floral and earthly tones. We finish by adding large amounts of American hops at the end of the boil process to produce an aroma of pine and citrus. And they have the same copy as the last one at the end. Likewise, this one also has the metal winner, has the logos. Uh, What I like about the logo on this one is they actually put the kind of like teal green or whatever on the... Acorn on this one. I don't know if they have that one of, oh they have that on the other one as well too. But it looks a little bit different with this one. It has like more of the the black on it, so it really pops. Um good colors on it. Um what do you think about the can?
1: I don't mind. I like the yellow and the like you said, like that teal blue really go co- yeah. well together. That really goes like shines through. I don't mind it. Again, like you said, like the pale is very predominantly displayed. I'm gonna go like yeah. I'm gonna kick off scoring for this right off the hop. Sure. I'm just gonna give this a 7.5. I feel like this is on par with the previous nut brown ale.
0: Yeah, I'm actually gonna go a little bit lower, six and a half. I th- I actually think like the other one, I, the like this one, both cans were pretty messy. But I think I like the composition in the other can more. This one, the yellow, it's a bit too plain, like it almost looks a little bit too samey um compared to some of the other cans out there, like even like the chorus banquet or something. It's uh, not very unique, it's just um. I don't know if the, the 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 kind of teal works as well with the mustard as it does with the brown color. I, I don't know, but to me, it's not my favorite, but decent can. It's still got the same positives as the other one, like the description on it. I do like the kind of detailed description they have about the the process of how they make this and how they add the ingredients to it. So that's kind of cool to see. Um, and something you'll be you can kind of pay mind to as you kind of sample it and kind of picture the ingredients you can kind of read it as you're drinking it which is kind of nice uh to get that intent to it. Uh, we should note as well too this one is a uh 35 IB so a little bit more on the bitter side still a five percenter uh though so that's uh that's this one so I guess I'll um, I'll do the honors of cracking oh this, one. this is all you John all right folks ASMR get ready in three two one crack them. About oh, pop, mine's uh, mine's foaming. Uh-oh. Oh, no, it's got a little bit of. Whoop, 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 whoop. <laughs> I'm actually going to finish the last little bit of uh, of this one. All right, let's see how our pale ale pours. Oh, it's pouring, um, obviously lighter than the last one. It's not like it's not like an amber brown, but this one, um mild uh, mild a uh, tr- little bit of translucence it, it's not too opaque it's you can see your hand mm-hmm. through it
1: not um, too hazy
0: i'd say it's got a little bit of haze but nothing nothing too strong it's not like the ones where it looks like you'll drink a minute mate or something like that um, that's nice. for sure um decent carbonation on it it's not too bubbly it's settling pretty well i got a decent head because i kind of just poured it in really quick um let's, let's see how it smells Kind of like a mild citrusy smell. It's pretty, pretty mild. I'm not getting like a very strong citrus smell to
1: it. Well, this is just a pale ale. It's not really, yeah. meant to be. Let's give it a let's give it a sip.
0: It's no rolling rock. <laughs> it's um, it's decent. It's um, it's fine. This feels. This tastes like a. You know, this has been brewed since 1989. This is their flagship beer. This tastes like a. 1999 pale ale like it's i don't mean that in a that much of a negative way i just mean it's very plain very straightforward got the hoppy pine to it it tastes like the kind of ipas people or pale ales that people would be uh snobbish to um i'm not getting Love a whole it. lot of citrus the whole not i'm not i'm getting a little bit of it like definitely like it smells that um but it's it's very refreshing it's not dry it's got a nice finish to it um Good balance of hop in it too. Nice mouthfeel. Um, little bit, I would say a little bit more mouthfeel than I got with the last beer. It's a little bit more fuller bodied, but nothing, nothing too crazy with this one. I'd say maybe I'm just spoiled. We've had so many like Anipas and flavored pale ales and stuff. And I mean, we, we re- I think nowadays the kind of pale ales and stuff that have come out the last few years, they're, they're giving you a lot with the ingredients and composition but this one's pretty good. I say this one's like a, if I'm, if I'm at a brewery, like at a brew pub, this is the kind of beer I like when I'm like sitting down, you know, having some peanuts or something like it has that really good. Pretzels. Makes you, yeah. It makes you really want to crush pretzels. Like this is the kind of beer that pairs well with that kind of stuff. So uh, pretty decent. I should also note this one as well. Also has some awards as well. One as well too. One, uh, in 2022, it won the Canada Beer Cup uh, Gold for the Old World Pale Ale category. Um, it also won uh, silver and, and and gold at the Ontario Brewing Awards in 2013 and 2012, respectively, for British Pale Ale. Um, it won Best Beer at the 2008 Golden Tap Awards. That's just a few of other ones as well, too. So this one's a, another one that's been pretty successful, although this one seems to have a little bit more recent success uh just in the last year i uh, kind of interesting the category the old world pale ale i guess they're going to go in for more of like a classic pale ale close to like an esb style beer which i think this like one more, actually kind of profiles as
1: i was just saying like more like a prohibition style
0: yeah kind of yeah a little bit more cleaner finish um straightforward fewer ingredients um good you know again that brisk pine aftertaste Nothing too crazy. You're not getting like an overload of citra hops or or anything like that. Um, it's not too distracting there. I, I I dig it. I'm I'm not the biggest fan of it. We wanna wanna kick off scoring.
1: I'm giving this a seven. Yeah. I feel like this is plain Jane, pale ale, but I don't mind this. It's yeah. just not my favorite. Like this is meh. I was kind yeah. of excited to try it because I'm like, like I said from the game, this is no rolling rock. Yeah. I'm I'm the same boat. I'm gonna give it a seven.
0: I think it's just very very decent. Nothing nothing crazy. Um, I would definitely drink this again. That's for sure. Um, but if I'm gonna go out for like a pale ale or, or an IPA, I'm probably gonna go for something with a little bit more to it, and maybe something that's you know got a more aggressive flavor. This one's not very that um, particular. Uh, but I gotta say, very drinkable, very smooth. So kind of nice there. It's 35 IBU. It's not super bitter, but it's got that. I like a little bit more of the harsher bitter taste at the back palate. I kind of like that with some of the pale ales. Um, so I'm giving it a seven likely to recommend though. Um, a little bit tough. Cause I feel like based on the quality of the beverage, very good, kind of a good benchmark pale ale. Um, but not one that I think is when I would leave rushing to get people to try out. There's just a lot of choice out there for pale ales. Um, so that hurts it a bit, but Still pretty decent. Um, what do you think? Seven again. Seven again. I'm gonna go a little bit higher. I'm gonna go seven and a half. I think it's pretty good, pretty recommendable. Nothing nothing excessively crazy. Um any modifier? No mod. Um, you know what? Just because look at the score, I feel like maybe especially in mine, it deserves a little bit more. I'm gonna give it a boost modifier, so I'm gonna give it a 0.5 modifier. Um, just to kind of give it over the hump. It's not, uh, not the worst thing in the world, but I think it's kind of a victim of more recent successes. Like if I had this back in the early, early aughts, I'd probably be more positive on it, but maybe now it comes across a little bit more, I don't know, a little bit more traditional, a little bit old hat. Uh, An old hat. The the old hat beer. Old hat IPA. That should be like a, that's probably a beer. There's probably a beer. No, that's like
1: driving cap IPA beer. A dri-
0: driving cap
1: no, IPA. That stupid <laughs> hat. You have one, John. Don't lie to me. A driving cap? Yes, you have one. Oh, I don't I don't I didn't think I did, but
0: I don't even know what a driving cap looks like, to be honest. Is that just like a little like round hat? It's like a,
1: a brim. The, brim the short brim. Can't stand it. I always say you always see the meme. It's like if you see a guy wearing this, this guy is balding and knows everything about IPAs.
0: Oh, you talking about the newsboy cap, like the kind of uh... somewhat. Okay, that's I, I know what you mean. I don't, I don't actually have a newsboy cap, but I definitely will. That's that technically
1: shirt? a driving cap.
0: Once but... my hair recedes another inch, I, I'm going to switch to the newsboy cap. That's the mid 30s, late early 40s adult male uh, behavior. That's what you got to
1: do. Yeah, not about it.
0: If I turn it backwards, I look like I have a kanga hat on, which is uh,
1: pretty cool. Oh man, like Samuel L. Jackson.
0: Like <laughs> or that one episode of the Sopranos where Tony has it. I don't know why, but he never wore it again, but he no wore it for one episode. There's a picture of that where it's like Tony on the couch with it on, and it's like the captions like me and my boys getting ready to watch the Criterion channel, which whenever I see that picture, I fucking crack up. So <laughs> <laughs> classy. <laughs> Catch uh, me in a
1: snapback new era hot for the rest of my life. <laughs>
0: What do I got? I got my uh, Outback uh, Cowboy hat over there. It's on the couch. Yeah, and I right. To, I got right. Crikey. I got my Super Bowl Rams hat, but I, I kind of just keep that now as like a, an object. I don't really put it on. It's like a little, I don't know, little bit of a flare, I guess, for my shelf above my head.
1: Mm-hmm. I have my one work hat traditional carhartt guess <laughs> surprise from my land <laughs> it's funny i started getting into buying caps and hats
0: and then like a fucking a year later i started growing my hair out so like half the like, should i not even wear anymore because i will sometimes think like, i'm outside for a baseball game or something but i'm not throwing
1: on baseball caps as much with long hair it's just not my uh, not oh
0: my i favorite. do it because
1: it keeps my hair out of my face that's what i use mm. it for i can just yeah. slick my hair back Boop.
0: I just find some of the caps that barely fit before now just don't fit whatsoever. So I have a bunch that like would fit if I had short hair, but now that I have long hair, they don't, they don't fit as well. So, and some of them just don't fit at all. They're just shitty, shitty made hats. Like, why did I get this hat? It's like,
1: it's the worst, like a shallow hat. I wanted to scream. Yeah. We've talked
0: about this. Like we need deep hats. Like I have one that's got a good bucket. You need to have a good bucket on it somebody's telling you are fucking, are fucking the like and babies or whatever <laughs> yeah. like for nope. the kid from the girl from uh freaks like those pinheads like they're made for pinhead people i don't i don't have a pinhead so i need you know. i need to have an egghead you know
1: i have a tall head but like yeah, yeah. but it's deep I, I, was, I was saying before like new era snap box fits all it fits my head perfectly
0: mm-hmm. exactly um so before i move on though i want to say pale ale what do the masses think? What do the other people think? Are are we in concert with them or are we going against the grain? Well, Pale Ale on and tap is a 3.45 and it has a 3.72, which is a very, which is a good score and 84 good on Beer Advocate. So um, the lowest of the three. So we're pretty much in concert with it. Although we're a little bit more negative, I'd say, but nothing, not, not too excessively. All right. Now what the hell are we doing? Well, we're doing we're doing 20 hazy ears. This one is a 45 IBU, uh, a 6.5% BBV. Nice. This is the final boss that can. Um, it's a strong beer, it's got the strong beer label. It's an oat and lactose Nipah, so it's a You're New excited. England pale ale with a little bit of oat, a little bit of lactose. I'm expecting more of like a mix of like kind of like a creamier mouthfeel, oh. taste a little bit more like an oatmeal kind of taste. Um, which will be kind of interesting a little to bit of,
1: Like your peach and peach and cream oatmeal for breakfast. That's what I'm hoping for.
0: <laughs> the sticker on this can's a little bit different too. It's like more of like a narrow sticker. Yep. It, it, there's a bit of more silver up top. Um, yeah. And this one is cool. It's got like a, the artwork on it. It's very deep blue. It's got like a yellow and black. It's got steeler color ribbons going around mm-hmm. up top. Uh, it's got like flying hops with like angel wings, like flying in the sky. The 20 years, they say. Uh, this unfiltered New England IPA is crafted with the finest ingredients to bring you the brightest flavors possible. After 20 years, our bitterness is softened and many things are quite hazy. This beer pairs a comp- complex array of tropical fruit-forward American hops with a light silky malt base, including malta oats and wheat. Uh, a hint of lactose adds the perfect creaminess to complement bursting aromas of lychee and peach. Oh, Ooh, man, see, lychee thrown in there. I love this. I love
1: drinking eyeball fruit. Love that. Yeah, and the peach. it like peach and cream oatmeal. That's what this is. Mm.
0: This to me sounds like we took pale ale. We made it like even better. So Way I love better. this can too. I think this can looks quite slick. I'm a. I want to say
1: something about this can. It lo- reminds me of the Simpsons intro.
0: Yeah, with the with like the clouds uh, Simpsons. 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 it's got like the it's even got the yellow kind of tag yeah like it's, okay. uh, like it's, yeah like, yellow and the, the white logo with the white icons pops really strongly the color composition on this is way better than the other ones like no offense to that i don't know whoever made these cans fucking loves teal i don't know what it is but they're like teal everywhere they love teal this can has no teal on it and it's probably to its benefit it looks way better um, yeah, I'm, I'm actually a fan of this. When I first picked this can up, I didn't think much. But looking at it, it looks really sharp. Uh, the mm-hmm. blue, yellow, and black is a very nice color
1: uh, uh, comparative. So I'm I'm very partial to this can. What do you think? Um, I want to give this an eight. I like how the kind of the Simpsons theme of it that I kind of discovered. It is a little different. Like, you didn't want really to expect this to be part of, like, the Black Oak light-up because of yeah. how a little different it is. But other than that, it's a nice can. Like, it's kind of go, I'm trying to picture myself, if I saw this on the shelf, would I feel, like, attracted to it? I would kind of, it would catch my eye a little, I'd say.
0: Yeah, it depends. It, I wish they had a little know. bit more,
1: I wish it had a little bit more vibrancy to it. Yeah. But bring it's, the teal back in,
0: maybe. <laughs> it's got, like, I love how, like, text-heavy their cans are. Like, they got these full written letters stamped on them which is kind of fun um, I'm way more positive on this kit I think it's pretty slick I'm going I'm, I'm with you though I'm going to give it an 8 I think it's really nice good color comparison on it um, yeah very very nice it's got the same everything else I like about the other can it's on there too but it looks a little bit more refined uh, which I like and uh, it's your turn again Tom to be the cracky if we will
1: sorry the cracky <laughs> the cracky you get to be the crack man. Crack? <laughs> crack. All right, Tom, you're They're the crack bit. man. I mean, they have a name for that. And it's the people that stand <laughs> outside the circle K when you're trying to leave. The worst. Anyhow, ASMR. Get cracky in three, two, one. Crack man. Crack man.
0: Oh, get a little crack on it oh uh-huh. Ooh, yeah, I'm smelling them more c- citrus hops.
1: Ooh, that smell ooh, that smells good. I'd also like to mention have you ever watched the series Hard Heart Hum sorry, Hardy Boys or Hard Boys? It's like, based yeah, in Ireland.
0: The, oh, is this like the book series? Like the Hardy Boys? No,
1: not the Hardy Boys. Oh, okay, no, it's Hardy not- Blokes. I think that's what they're called. They're called Hardy oh, Blokes. Okay. I haven't seen it, no I haven't I've unfortunately it's, seen it. But like I never, I never knew this. But watching the series, where I always say, "What's the crack?" And I was like, what the "Oh fuck? yeah, Does everyone smells crack C-R-A-I-C, yeah. in Ireland."
0: Craic, yeah, yeah.
1: And then I'm like, "No, a crack means like what's like what's going on? Like yeah, what's a, what's up? Like what? Where's the next move? Kind of yeah, deal? Like, what's
0: the banter? Yeah, the crack, Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I was always, there's like, "I'm the fucking crack master," and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I kind of had to Google it after because I'm like, there's no way this is like. Anyhow, but that's what I found out. <laughs> These individuals really
0: love hard drugs. What can I say? I don't know. I mean,
1: about that. anyhow, so, let's see how this pours.
0: Smells very citrusy. Um, looks wise. Oh my! If you remember, John, if you remember the last one, this. the last, the exact last beer, I said, well, it doesn't have the look of like Minute Maid. This one looks a lot more like Minute Maid. It has that that like kind of opaque oh. to it. It's got like a very yellowy orange. It looks like a
1: mimosa. Oh my god! I'm excited. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna oh, go ahead and take a sip. All right, see how it tastes. Oh man, man, nice! I love this.
0: Wow, it's got like a bit of like a grassy. What to it. the fuck? I guess I guess that's the holy in it. shit. You can taste the oats. It kind of gives it almost in like the a, lactose. It gives it like a weed ale grassiness to it, almost like the 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 oats in it, and um. Yeah, the lactose has has a really nice creamy mouthfeel to it. Oh my God. This should have been like a milkshake IPA. Reminds me of that one we did with the um, Maverick, Northern Maverick, the last one we had. I think it was the Assur, I can't remember what it was called, 600 or whatever. It was very much a similar one. It had oat and lactose in it, too. Um, It gives it much more of a full bodied.
1: Yeah, I'd say so, too. Way
0: better. It's describing the flavors as lychee and peach. Um, I w- I'm getting a bit of the citrusy, but I, c- I can see where they're coming from with the lychee because the lychee, lychee, you're getting a bit of like the oat and lactose with the citrus. It kind of gives it this like more earthy taste, which lychee is not a, exactly a very sweet fruit. Um, it has like a bit of a like almost like a creamy, milky flavor. So
1: I can see where they're coming from with that. This is fucking good. Wow. Hot. Yeah, this, this yeah. Damn.
0: What a what a nice evolution from the last one we just had. Um, actually, I still have some of the last one, so I'm going to try both and kind of
1: compare. So visually, yeah, this one's a little bit more opaque, a little bit more orangey.
0: It's like the second one, just like the flavor. It's got so much more flavor to it. Very wow. juicy. Um, the first the, the first one by comparison is a little bit more almost dry. Um, but yeah, very very tasty, man. Got some, but it's not super sugary. Like it's, it's nope. citrusy, but this is a 45 IBU. This is quite strong. So it's definitely got like, um like this definitely will put some hair on your chest. Like this is kind of the type of pale ale where people who hate pale ales whine about. Not I mean, even. Very
1: good. Not even, John. I strongly disagree with that. Well, to me, because it's, it's very strong. That's why it's very bitter, very higher ABU. I, I don't feel that way. I feel like even though the IBUs are fairly high, I think mean, like the ABV is also, I feel like this doesn't have a, a, such a hoppy taste to it as, like, other IPAs. I feel like this is, like, it's almost like a dreamsicle. It has, like, a,
0: even though it's a stronger, more bitter beer, it has the finish on it. It finishes not as, like, as intense as the regular Paleo. Like, it doesn't have that grassy kind of um, bitterness to it. It, it has doesn't a, have that blended hop taste. Mm-hmm. You're tasting more of the like, the citrus and and lactose in it on the back
1: palate. Love it. I really That's like. It. like I like, really enjoy it. this.
0: Yeah, this is great. I I what a nice surprise. I actually have an extra can of this, so I'm kind of happy about oh. that. Because well, I'll look definitely, at you. Uh, check it out. Yeah, um, yeah. This is this is solid. I I'm I'm a big fan of this. This was a nice surprise too, because I was kind of like, what what's going to yeah. be the appeal of this Anipa? Like we've yeah. had so many of them, and uh, like I I didn't want it to be the winner, but <laughs> looking pretty promising i like this a lot what do you think taste wise
1: for score sorry i was just pouring more um scoring i'm giving this um i'm giving this an 8.5 i really like this i feel like this is really well executed with the oat and the lactose and the flavoring of it it's not too hoppy it's perfect haze to it like most things like it's not like that west coast kind of like Hoppiness. That's yeah, it's not super very better. dry. It's more refreshing. Yeah, I really enjoyed this. What about you, John? I was exactly I had the same score in mind, eight and a half.
0: Um, not the best that I've had, but um certainly full-bodied, um, very nice surprise. Good composition. It's the it's probably my favorite beer of the three. Certainly the most, the one with the most going on to it. Um, I, and one that I would definitely try again. So I'm gonna go eight and a half and that's the same recommendation um i'm very positive on this one i would probably recommend it but it is it is a little bit stronger so I, it's more specific i'd say to people but i mean it's it's a nice one to try out because it's like if you're getting into by pale ales it's like this one's got a lot going on it's got a little bit of like lactose a little bit of oh it's it's doing different things with the nepa it's not just like you're being like just presented with like grapefruit and like orange flavor. It's giving you a little bit more to work with. So in that regard, it's it's a nice one to recommend because it's got
1: more complex ingredients to an extent, but um, mm-hmm. yeah. What do you think? Um, I want to give it a 7.5 for recommendation. I feel this is very good though, but I feel like maybe someone might not like it. I feel like IPA snobs might not like this either because of the hot, less hoppiness that it has. Yeah. The lactose really but- cuts the bitterness I'd say. Love it though. I feel like that's also very more approachable. Yeah,
0: it'd be mean, interesting to try this without the lactose. I feel like it'd be like a much heavier mouthfeel, like a much more aggressive beer. Um, I'm kind of aligned with you. I'm gonna go more a little bit higher though. I'm gonna give it an eight because I would nice. still recommend this. Um,
1: but otherwise, I'm pretty much
0: bang on in agreement with you on this one. Are you giving this one any modifier?
1: Yes, I am giving it the modifier. This really surprised oh, me. Oh, nice. Loved this it. is really good. Yeah, I'm surprised. I had two mods in one episode, John.
0: Wow. Yeah, this is a
1: this is a, a call the call 911.
0: Call the ambulance, but not for me. <laughs> I saw that
1: recently and I fucking I forgot about that. He's <laughs> like Jesse, call the ambulance, but not for me.
0: Oh god. Yeah, that man, that was a nice one. And uh, okay, so what do uh, what do the masses think about um, twenty hazy years? Well, um, let's see. This one I should note as well doesn't have a lot of reviews because this is a a newer beer. It's more of like hard to acquire one. Although now that I can, I can get this in Ottawa. I imagine you're going to be able to um, procure this one at a lot of different shops around Ontario. But I will say, it's got a three point seven two one in tapped, which is the Highest of the three, and it's also got a uh, based on the limited reviews it does have, it has a three point nine nine on Beer Advocate, which is also the highest of the three. Holy or so. fuck,
1: three but nine enough, nine,
0: but not enough scores to give it a general score. So there's only been I think like three or four reviews, so that's why it's that high. But it, give it time, maybe it'll 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 stay that high. Who knows? But um, yeah, so overall, uh, Black Oak, pretty good beers. I got to say, having like, a classic kind of taste to them. Tastes like kind of old school Ontario craft beer, especially their ales, like the pale ale. They like, taste like ones that you would have drank as like a teenager or something, like in the 2000s. They have that kind of quality in them. Um uh-huh. I, I like the older, I like the older branding. I'm sorry, the new branding, it's not my favorite, but the beers themselves are pretty good. And the 20 Hazy Years was pretty, pretty nice. We were we were positive on that one. Right on. Also, oh, a good yeah. lineup. I'm yeah, very surprised by too. Those yeah we really crushed these these weren't too like these weren't that really uh, hard to to drink these were pretty drinkable especially the first two beers they really went down yeah they really went down easy
1: i wish that start coming like how this is based in a so i remember once the first time i ever went there i was delivering to the ikea and i remember being like i'm in my typical work uniform like i'm in like ratty clothes and my work boots (laughs) and i'm I get into this, I have to go to the Ikea, and I go there for dinner, because I love Ikea's, like, restaurant inside. Great value, and there's beer. Yeah. And I just remember being like, oh, my God, there's going to be a lot of pretentious Toronto people here. And sure enough, there was, in this Ikea, the first thing I see is, like, a crowd of these, like, college girls and their mothers shopping for furniture And they're just worried more or less about the environmental impact that this furniture warehouse has. And
0: you're sitting there like an asshole judging everyone while you're eating your Like, fucking Ikea
1: food. And I'm like, fuck, I hate this place.
0: (laughs) They're like, wow, I'm having such a great
1: time. You're just like, fuck everyone. Nope. Nope. (laughs) They're not. They're trying to make it seem like they're not having a good time, even though there's nothing wrong. I've never
0: been to the uh, the Tobacco Ikea, but now I kind of want to go. It's oh man, good. it's a it's a scene. Oh wow, you yeah, know, check it out. I I try to avoid IKEA if I can. I just I yep Natalie loves IKEA, but the crowds for me, I just I get so mad. I can't, I can't do it.
1: Yeah, yuck. That's I so hate IKEA furniture. Oh, I can't huh. stand it, John. It's I like literally lose my furniture. <laughs> my I know it's not good. Eighty percent of my furniture, shelf, if okay. not ninety, and I fucking can't stand it. Oh yeah, I hate yeah. it. I fucking hate it. I tell the my mom shelves. one time. She tries to, oh, d- 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 for fuck's sakes. Sorry, I don't mean to get heated. But my mom will always like, buy me shit from Ikea. I'm like, I don't want this. Like, stop doing this to me. <laughs> my <laughs> boss used to pay me to put together his furniture in his house from Ikea because he's like, I'm oh, really doing this. Oh. And Depends I was like, cool.
0: Some of it's like easy. Like, the, the shelving is like whatever. But the, we built, a, we have like a big white cabinet at the front, and that one. Had a little bit more going on. That was a bit more of a challenge, but the other—it's not that it's so
1: much challenging. It's just
0: garbage quality. Oh, it's yeah, it's very cheap. It's very plain. Like it's yeah, you're not getting the best. I would love to get some good, like, quality stuff. Like, I think, like, eventually, I would want to like commission someone to make like a really nice, like, bookshelf or like a record shelf or something, but. You got. You got to pay for really good quality. It's a, It's definitely a matter of if you're going to pay someone to do it right, you got to put in the time, and and that costs more. Yep, cost for quality. Yeah, or I would do it myself, but I'd probably fuck it up. So I'd rather just pay an artisan to like do it really well. So,
1: as the old saying goes, good labor ain't cheap, and cheap labor ain't good. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's that's true, and as Brad Green put it, if they can't find you handsome, they better f- they'll be find you handy. So
1: I hope the woman find <laughs> you handy.
0: <laughs> Anyways, uh, Black Oak, I was call it Nut Oak, uh, Black Oak Brewing Company, Professor Oak Brewing Company. What do we think? So the scores are in. Where did we land? So Nut Brown Ale. Me and Tom, we were. Bang on! We both gave it an eight, so it has an eight. Oh, pale! Wow, i surprised. Okay, holy shit. Okay, well, this is gonna be a, this is gonna be a boring episode. So, pale ale. Me and Tom also gave it a seven point two, so that gets a seven point two, and twenty hazy years. We both gave it an eight point two.
1: which means off! That
0: one gets an eight point two. So that means twenty hazy years, just a winner by a hair, eight point two. Nut brown eight. PLAL Um, 7.2. Off the top of my head, is this the first time we've all... In a line on all three beers, I feel like usually I, we're off by one
1: or two. One, one beer is usually off, but this I think is the first time that we literally scored the same score on all three.
0: <laughs> and like, they're not wow, that low. it's like they're like there was some like where the cans where you were higher, I was lower, but then I was like higher or lower the recommendation, so it kind of like all worked down the wash. Uh, so that's kind of funny, but I gotta say, I agree. I mean, we both gave the same scores, so I guess we both obviously agree, but 20 years definitely the best of the three. I think that's the most um, one that compares a lot closer to kind of the newer Nipas out there the crap beer scene. It's definitely a very nice one. Good composition of flavors, good mouthfeel. The lactose is nice, kind of cuts the bitterness. Um, just a great experience. But the Nut Brown Pale Ale, still very good beers. We're more partial to the Nut Brown. I think it's just very smooth, creamy, roasted, crushable, um, unique beer. Pale Ale is a little bit more uh, anachronistic, but not bad by any means. Like, it's a classic beer for a reason. Um, it's still a very drinkable beer. I can imagine really much liking that beer on draft at a at, a, at the brewery itself. Yeah.
1: Like, let's see, that'd be
0: better being better. Yeah. So, um, I would mean, love to try more of the Black Oak beers. I think they have a pretty small stable of beers too. Like, I went on their oh, website yeah? and like they've only got, I think, six or seven. So, like, they're kind of like a, they, they, they produce, um, Small small batches, I'd say. Well, maybe not small batches, but they produce like a small volume of, of types of beers. So um, I would say if you're in outside of Toronto, depending on where you're at here in Ottawa, you can easily find these beers. So maybe you can find them all across Ontario. I'm not too sure. But if you're in Ontario anywhere, uh, check out Blackout Brewing Co. Beers if you're in Toronto. Um, maybe swing over out the west side, go to Tobacco, check out their brewery. Really cool. I haven't been there myself, but maybe next time I go back to Toronto, I'm gonna try to uh swing around over there. It's funny, I was just checking out because there's a there's an old an old cinema in Etobicoke that I was seeing someone talk about. So I'm like, oh, maybe next time I go back to Toronto I'll I'll swing out there. And if there's a brewery nearby, maybe I'll go check that out as well, too, and kind of um get two birds stoned at once, as they say. So we'll see. So and the words of Ricky LaFleur. <laughs> so I saw a thing come up on Instagram. And It was all a trailer park. Or no, it was on TikTok. It was all track rep boys. And the guy who plays Ricky, like he looks pretty good. Like he's a he's doing well for himself. Rob for Wells, age. yeah, yeah he's Rob in good Wells. Shape. Yeah, he's aging the best out of the three of them. He looks like pretty good. He's like trim, a little
1: little salt and pepper on. Yeah, in. a little
0: silver going on. Yeah, it looks good. Yeah, it's looking great.
1: <laughs> Mr. Steal Your Mom. Yeah. <laughs> oh
0: man. So man, this was a fun one to do. And yeah, I was great lineup. W- so, uh, coming up next on the old uh, domestic pints only uh, queue, we're going to be doing probably um, White Claw Surge soon because I have a Seltzer box that. Sunday. Yeah, so we're going to have the Seltzer Sunday come back up, and we're going to be talking the uh, White Claw Surge, which I, I still don't think it's weird. It's not. I could not find it retail wise at any LCBO. However, I could order it, and have it shipped to my local one. So that's how I was, I was able to acquire it. So. I, I Depending on where you're at in Ontario, I haven't seen it anywhere, but you can order it. So um, if you want to kind of get that's a head so start. That's so weird. Yeah, it's so weird. But I will say the, the LCBO ordering process is very easy, and it, it ships pretty quick, too. So that's kind of my new go-to now. That's sure. good. So um, um, I will say if you want to get a head start, not a bad idea. If you're living in Ontario where you can't get it, maybe order a box and pick it up and then try it out um, in preparation for the episode. But we're going to be doing that. Uh, we're going to be doing another whitewater episode um i have to send tom the one the lone missing can that he's missing so i'm gonna send that out and our okay. buddy grant's gonna be on he's gonna he, he's he's a baby on the way like within less than a month mm-hmm. so we're trying to get that sent out and ready so to record i think i was looking at the schedule like the only week we have to record with him is the week right before his wife's due to give birth so it's like uh it's a little a little a little tight but we'll we'll make do you know you know there's baby and then there's coming on domestic pints only so you know which one's the most priority i, I don't know it's it's up for debate <laughs> that it is um <laughs> uh, what's going on uh, in the world of Tom? oh uh, we got to mention um you tom always plugs the seat struck movie podcast you're definitely going to want to listen this week because uh, tom is coming on for temple of doom so tomorrow recording episode tom is on we're talking temple of doom and i watched it a few days ago i'm very i I had a great time great vibes i watched
1: it yes last night i microdosed some mushrooms it was the best
0: oh man it's a great movie it's an awesome movie like i had a blast watching it i went into it because like everything i read about it some people like it's not good and i'm like i'm like all right i'm gonna prepare myself it's indiana jones you know i'm gonna go into it and I had the grip, the best time with it. It was, and I watched it on 4K Ultra HD. Looked amazing. The quality was very nice. Deep reds, a lot of reds in that movie. Um, yeah, nice a lot of Yeah. Oh yeah. I don't yeah, know. Was, I uh,
1: watched like a remastered version of it, and I, remember, I was like, wow, this wasn't just the mushrooms kicking in, but
0: no, it really pops. Like it's
1: it's very dark and like 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 I was reading comment where someone's
0: like. Uh, the part where basically the part where they go into the area with all the bugs and shit, he's like, if you put like a goblin soundtrack on that, it's like an Italian horror movie. I'm like, yeah, kind of, because it's like, man, very, very dark, a lot of deep red colors and like neon and kind of like. I
1: remember watching that movie. as a kid, and I remember being like, I couldn't do it. I'd fucking scary. die. I would yeah. have been like, I'm um, well, too bad, your guys are dying. Those
0: scary bugs, yeah.
1: <laughs> like putting yeah. your hand through it, it's just, well,
0: yeah, Ooh, so. Ooh. So Tom's coming on that for tomorrow. So by the time you listen to this, I think that episode will probably already be out. It's already so check out. it out. It's already out. So check it out if you can. Um, and we'll, we'll definitely get Tom back on again for another discussion at some point too. So
1: uh, whatever, we'll, we'll figure it out. And uh, yep. Tom, anything else you yeah. want to uh, mention or plug? Nope. As going I say. Domestic Only. Don't drink when we drive. Always be responsive. always find us at TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter. Domestic Only. And email us at gmail.com. And remember, you can stay classy now.
0: All right, folks. We'll see you again next week. Take care, everyone. Have a good day.
1: Goodbye. Bye.
0: Thanks for listening to our episode of Domestic Pines Only. Um, our intro and outro song is by Daisy May. The song is titled "Drink Beer Till the Day That I Die." You can find them at www.daisymay.com. Our artwork is by Natalie Rive. Um, you can find her artwork on Instagram at uh, Natalie Rive Artist or on her website www. NatalieRevey.com. That's R I D E T. And you can also find us on social media. Our, our Twitter account is at Domestic Pines and our Instagram and TikTok is at Domestic Pines Only. And of course, our email is Domestic Pints Only at gmail.com. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next week. Hiding out Seltzer.